The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof. Finally. Finally with the wolves. For those of you who don't know, we wait for Wolfie to signal the start of the episode. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time. But welcome back to Far Lines or Bust. This is episode 674. Well, that's right. We had like a pre-made hidey hole here. Hello. Took you long enough. Let us secure that pre-made hidey hole. Uh, oh, we lost the torch. Boop. Grab Wolfie and check our inventory. Get rid of some uh, miscellany. Speaking of miscellany, I don't think we're going to be making fireworks anytime soon. So have fun with that uh, gunpowder and cobblestone, my, my dear pig friend. And we are going to head west. Continue heading west here in Minecraft Beta 173 for Farlands Bust, like I said. This episode coming out on Tuesday, March 20th, 2018. And over at farlandsorbust.com, still raising money for direct relief. Got a fun fun number to report. Fun number. $2,222 and... 22 cents. <laughs> two, 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 two. <laughs> And I'm wearing, in honor of this number, I'm I'm wearing a tutu. You'll just have to take my word for it. Really. I, I, that, yes. I went out, purchased a tutu. And I'm wearing it currently for just this specific moment. Continuing on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so farlandsorbust.com. You can donate to Direct Relief. We're trying to raise $50,000 this season, for the remainder of this season, season seven of the series, and when we do, when we finally reach that $50,000, we will schedule the Flobathon, which is kind of a live stream marathon end of season celebration. And then live, I press F3 to see how far we've walked between the end of season six and the end of this season, so. It it all depends on how fast you donate, how much you donate, how much you support this amazing charity, Direct Relief. And how uh, how quick that happens and how quick we uh, we get to that, that moment. Of course, Season 7 has already been going on for uh, about a year prior to this. I just figured I would append the, uh, the charity marathon to the end of it here and, and continue onwards. It's kind of the, the way we've been telling the difference between each of the seasons. Because seasons are a thing we need. <laughs> this is this is not a, a broadcast television show. Although according to Google, if you search for it, uh, it'll it'll think so. Because apparently, the Wikipedia article on Far Lines or Bust is is filed under shows, and uh, apparently, television show is the only type of show that Wikipedia thinks exists. This is the internet. It's all new, brand new. Things are changing. Stuff is different. Woof! 
These series go on for 674 episodes, at least. But yeah, I do appreciate everybody's generosity thus far. And uh, we'll continue to go far. Lines are bust. Got a bunch of questions with those uh, donations as well. We'll get to those in a minute. But boy, howdy. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting a bit of that fatigue. Remember the fatigue? <laughs> fatigue? Fatigue or bust? That, I guess the fatigue is the bust. But yeah, I, it's weird. Because like the weather, maybe it's the weather changing. The weather has been actually quite good. Uh, although I'm, I'm anticipating the bamboozle. And I think I'm going to get it. This past week has been very nice. Last Monday, a week ago, it was like 70 degrees. Went for a hike. As you remember, if you remember, those vlogs that went up. Uh, I think at the uh, couple days from now, it's going to start to bring back that typical Seattle fall or spring. It's the spring! You can never tell around here. Spring weather, rain, cloudy, overcast, rain. I think there's even a little bit of sprinklage of snow. Speaking of snow, look at all this snow in, in the near future. But yeah, anyway, I've just been feeling like super... Not 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 tired. I'm not like yawn. Well, maybe I am yawning, but I'm not like sleepy. Just like physically, like I can feel it in 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 my spine. That kind of fatigue. Previously, it was associated with the medication I was trying, and I thought I had that figured out. How am I for coal? Doing all right for coal. We do need to replace that that iron that we donated to the. Guinness World Records. <laughs> um, but yeah, feeling the fatigue. It might be I was talking with a friend and I was trying to come up with why, why is this happening? There must be something wrong. This isn't normal. And it could be, it could be because I've, I've, I've stopped. As, as you know, I'm a, I'm a person of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Habits. And for lunch, I always have the same thing. <laughs> Sandwich, chips, and a cup of iced tea. Sweet iced tea. Specifically the Tradewinds brand. I have that for dinner. I, I don't drink anything except for coffee, water, and iced tea. <laughs> so there's also that. I'm, I'm both a person of, of uh, habit as well as a person of boringness. <laughs> so... I've, I've recently stopped drinking that store-bought Tradewinds iced tea. It just comes in like gallon jugs or whatever. And I've started brewing my own tea. I got I got a few of those ball... I got, I got a couple ball jugs. Those uh, mason jars. Half-gallon mason jars. I got one of those... Uh, they can be used for cold brew coffee, but you could also use them for loose-leaf tea strainers. That you put into the to the ball uh, mason jars, and I've been brewing my own iced tea. So I think, I think, it's it's a reduction in sugar and caffeine intake. I'm still drinking coffee in the morning, the same amount of coffee, but without without that store bought Tradewind sweet tea, I'm I'm missing out on some 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 caffeine and sugar energy. Because I, I I went I actually I went ahead and did the math, <laughs> the the gallon jugs the gallon jugs of Tradewinds iced tea have per serving, which is an eight ounce serving, have nineteen grams of sugar in them. 
so per serving is is eight ounces. That means there's oh, what what did I come? I did anyway. I did the math. I did the math, and it turns out in each half gallon there is three fourths of a cup of sugar. So that means in each gallon jug, there's a cup and a half of sugar. Just a cup and a half of sugar. That's a lot of dang sugar. Uh, and I have not been adding that much to my own brewed iced tea at all. Uh, I, I actually had intended to start using agave uh, nectar and uh, ordered uh, some from Amazon because <laughs> going out to a store. <laughs> Jokes. This is funny. Um, uh, it never arrived because recently Amazon literally has lost three of my packages, separate, separate packages. Because they're using, if I can go on a little bit of a tangent, I suppose it's because I'm in a, a major uh, area here and kind of the hub of Amazon. But they're starting to use their own shipping service, Amazon, as opposed to UPS or OnTrack. And it used to be OnTrack that lost all my packages. Now Amazon is losing all my packages. Uh, I'm getting, getting, getting frustrated. <laughs> Oh man, George is getting angry. But uh, yeah, I didn't get my agave, so I've been doing uh, sugar, and I'm probably at the most, just because it seemed like so much. I'm like, let's just put like a, a fourth of a cup of sugar into this half gallon mason jar of iced tea. When in fact, if I wanted to maintain the same amounts, it would have been three times as much as that for three fourths of a cup. So that that could be it as well. That could be it as well. I'm I'm adjusting, adjusting to to the lack of sugar and possibly also caffeine. The uh, the iced tea, the loose leaf tea I got is kind of more of a. It looked neat. It was called crimson. Ooh, crimson. I just like to say crimson, crimson. It's crimsony. Uh, a crimson loose leaf tea. It's kind of. It's not like a black tea. It's it, it it's got a lot of what I what I can deduce as some sort of pomegranate flavorings to it. Uh, it's quite good actually, but uh, I'm, I'm sure because it's not straight black tea, it doesn't have as much caffeine either. Uh, I just wonder if I can adjust for that. There's there's gonna be some there's gonna be some some fatigue, some some energy deficiencies. Some short-term energy deficiencies while my body adjusts. And I know people who have like gone, like they've simply just cut out all sugars, all refined sugars, and they go through similar like withdrawals. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <laughs> Awakeness. Hello? <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Oh, you know what I gotta turn these this coal and sticks into? Torches, torches, torches. So yeah, that's interesting to think about. I don't know if I could cut out all sugars. Cause I'd have to stop putting sugar in my coffee. It's the only thing I put in my coffee. Cause I'm hardcore like that. And I don't know if I could deal with that. <laughs> I would have to stop having sweet iced tea and just have iced tea. Also like fruits. Fruits have sugar. 
so like my dried cranberries craisins if you will that I put in my oatmeal in the morning couldn't couldn't have that I'm trying to think of what else I regularly have that that is is sugar content granola bars that I have for hikes and stuff yeah no <laughs> that, that that would be a tough a tough life change I think although not not a negative one I'm sure <laughs> indeed indeed so how you doing <laughs> so I, I just kind of like blanked out and didn't have like a segue for this next segment so I'm just gonna start it it's the segment where we answer questions from from those who donate over at farlandsbus.com through the uh, the Tiltify system of donating to Direct Relief. Of course, another reminder that this season, your comments where your questions go in uh, are published to the site, to the Tiltify site. That's just kind of a default thing that they do. Uh, so keep that in mind. I already got a request from somebody for just a way to send me a private message, which is also acceptable. Uh, but uh, But yeah, the actual comments that go along with your your donations to the charity uh, show up on the site uh, but that doesn't seem like that big a deal there's also uh, one way if you do for whatever reason want to send me a private message uh, there's a contact a contact us on the tiltify site that's not for tiltify or the or the the charity that's actually to me to the to the organizer of the event uh, in case you were looking for a, a quick way to uh, to send me something that you don't want published for all to see. But uh, these questions were published for all to see, and I'm going to answer them for all to hear. Kavalovi! Like this one from Iris. Did you buy anything special with your very first paycheck? Spelled C-H-E-Q-U-E, so we know you're not from this side of the pond. Uh, or perhaps you're on the north side of the pond, Canada. <laughs> or did you maybe ever save up all your pocket money for something special when you were young? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't remember. I had my first job when I was 17, I think. I'm pretty sure I just put it in the bank. I, I was in school at the time, I'm sure. I'd, um... Yeah, no, I don't... I, I, I can't quite think of uh, anything specific I did. Or honestly, why I even had a job at that age. <laughs> Other than, it, you gotta have a job when you're that age. It teaches you things and stuff. Did you ever save up all your pocket money for something special when you were young? Uh, I think... Normally Lego. I think I spent a lot of like I just got cash and gifts for like Christmas and birthdays and things. I think one of those things was I don't, can't remember if I got this as a gift or if I bought it myself. But the the the, the Black Sea Barracuda Lego, the big giant pirate ship. I'm pretty sure I bought that with my own money. It was like a hundred dollars. I think that 
kind of sticks out in my head. But I also am not 100% sure. Um, but yeah, that, that, that rings a bell. That I bought certain Lego sets. And like model planes and stuff, maybe. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to say. I don't have a very good memory. <laughs> Short term or long term. Ask me particular things about my childhood or, or, and stuff and I, I really draw a blank. But... Yeah, no, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, th that's the thing, that's one of the things. Talking to, to people, people like Cone and, and Z-Car and, and Powers and stuff at PAX South. These are, these, these are, these are people who, who just go out and do things that they want to do. <laughs> they're, they're. I'm not saying that they're like rich or anything and they and they do whatever they want, but like, oh, you know, this is a, a, a they they want a, a a car or a project or um or they have a a specific I don't know, thing thing they want. They they just go ahead and do it. And I don't. I don't know. I'm generalizing. I know all of those people have the same reservations that I do, but I, I don't know. I think it's probably my upbringing. My, my parents have just instilled this idea of, of saving money versus spending it. <laughs> that it's like hard for me to justify things. Like, oh yeah, it'd be cool to have a fun car. It doesn't have to be a $25,000, you know, show car that's, that's like rust-free and flawless and, 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 you know, you keep in the garage. Except for the two or three car shows you bring it out every summer, but like, oh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, I'm willing to spend like... Uh, I say this, I, I would imagine spending like, I don't know, five, six thousand dollars or something like that. I have that sort of stuff saved up. I don't know why I have it saved up, other than the fact to have it saved up. I have separate accounts for retirement, which are embarrassingly minuscule <laughs> for when you look at, like, how much money should you be saving at your current age? And how much money will that become when you are ready to retire? I'm pretty much like many in my generation and, and those to follow. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to work until I die. Essentially, is, is how that cookie is going to crumble. <laughs> uh, if I can even chew cookies, we'll, we'll find out. I can't afford the dentist, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, even that I don't do. Uh, even stuff like to, like, my current car. Like, oh, to get, like, new tires on it or to get a, get a roof rack. You know, just little little things I want. Oh, that's a couple hundred dollars. Nah, I don't need that, do I? Nah, I don't need that, you know. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very spendthrift, if, if, if that's a word I can use properly. I don't know if I'm using that properly. Uh... It's, it's, it's a real problem. <laughs> it's not a real problem. It's just kind of a, oh, I wish I kind of had more of an impulse. Perhaps I would get in more trouble <laughs> with, with such impulse. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this, this got off the rails quick, didn't it? So I can't, I, I don't know, like, I've never, like, saved for something, if that makes any sense. 
I'm trying to think. Like, even, even the car I have, I really didn't save for. I just happened to have savings. Just because I wasn't spending. And I'm like, well, I need a new car. So I'm going to put a large chunk of it towards the new car. But I didn't spend... I could have just bought it all outright with cash. <laughs> but I did... I, I have to have savings. You have to have savings in the bank. What are you going to do in an emergency? Um, why else would you have a bank account, Wolfie? So I, I ended up taking out a portion of it as, as, as a loan. It was a good rate, too. If it was a crummy APR, I obviously wouldn't do that. But uh, Which is, by the way... This month, I'm going to be completely paid off. I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it. So hey, that means I'm going to have a few, few, few extra uh, pennies left over every month, right? So that means it's it's all right for for old Kurt J Mac to find himself a fun car, right? To to go out and 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 and, and cover himself in expensive tattoos, right? To to uh, buy fancy. Brand name sneakers. What? No, that's not Kurt. Who's? Who are you talking about? <laughs> oh man, sorry, but thank you very much, Iris, for the donation uh, to charity. That's something to do with your money. Donation to charity. <laughs> and uh, the question, which clearly spawns some sort of internal crisis in me. <laughs> oh boy. I say it because I, 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 I've gotten stuck in my, in my. I fell down. In my my boredom and uh, fatigue, I just end up trolling around Craigslist, looking at all these hobbies I'm not starting, and opening up a bunch of tabs, like browser tabs, not like bar tabs. <laughs> getting getting wasted, absolutely blasted. That's where all my money's going. No. So yeah. Let's uh, go to sleep and continue in the morning, shall we? And we shallness. We shallness indeed. Dravir, with a donation, says and asks, Would it be possible to give a shout out to three amazing persons out there? Normally, normally I don't, and I don't actually want to start this as as a as a as a thing. There have been moments in the past where I've where I've kindly denied people wanting to shout out other people, just because I don't want that to be what like an entire episode is about. I would like to answer questions and have conversation. Uh, but these people in particular that Dravir happened to choose are people that I personally shout out regardless. So Dravir says, uh, shout out three amazing persons that are a huge help in motivation and inspiration next to you, obviously. I mean, that's a given, Dravir. Thank you to Fedrin, Calamity Jamie, and Cone Dodger, spelled Cone Doger in this case. Have a nice day to everyone watching. Keep strong and try your best. Love, Dravir. <laughs> I added the love part of that. I always add the love, don't you know? Wiggly eyebrows. Um, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Fedrin, longtime friend of the Farlands, 
and friend of mine, Climity Jamie, Jamie, who, uh, proud corgi wrangler and ranger owner, ranger danger, uh, and, and neighbor, not literal neighbor, but, uh, seen Jamie a few times. Most recently, Juno and Ranger met to mixed results. <laughs> mixed results. Both both are kind of strong-headed doggos, but uh, they walk very calmly next to each other. So we think with with some uh, gentle reintroductions, uh, the, these two doggos might be able to get along. Internet doggos. Uh, and of course, Cone Dodger. The... <laughs> <laughs> As I just mentioned in my previous iteration uh, conversation about money and and just tackling ideas and 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 dreams, just without without hesitation and thought, this is all sarcasm. <laughs> Wolf Wolfie agrees. Uh, all all fantabulous people that you 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 all you lot listening should be. Uh, Going out and, and endeavoring to, to follow the various goings-ons, and perhaps, if you are so kind as to find them agreeable, and, and the same way that Dravir says, for motivation and inspiration, helping them out, supporting supporting their work. Thank you very much, Dravir, for that. William asks, hey, Kurt. Hey, William. <laughs> Whoa, I dropped my compass! Not Oh my gosh, that's the most valuable item in my inventory. I've had it the longest of, of anything I've had. If you were to be the Administrator Chief CEO of a space organization like NASA, SpaceX, etc., what short and long-term plans would you like to tackle? I'm also going to throw in there that budget isn't a concern, because budget is generally the main concern. NASA could do so much more with even a little bit of more of a a little bit of more a spicy meatball, a little bit more budget, let alone like doubling the budget, which is still a drop in the proverbial bucket. Um, yeah, it's it, you know it's it's they have to have these sort of face-offs between different science teams to bid to to get their their experiments missions funding just like recently the the latest survivors of the the round of uh uh for upcoming missions is a another titan mission uh and another uh what was the other one was it was it a Mars mission? Was it another Mars mission? I forgot. I've forgotten. <laughs> I can't remember. One of one. I think the Titan mission had like balloons or or like a a, a quadcopter or something. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, but like you know, there were multiple missions proposed to Venus, which we really haven't studied in depth as as I personally would like to see. Uh, but then you know. There's different sizes of missions. There's the flagship missions, like the Mars rovers and, and things like that. And then there's the, the New Horizons missions, 
New Frontiers missions, actually, like New Horizons, like Juno, uh, that have to be in, within a certain scope and budget and, and time frame. So yeah, budget is the primary concern. But if, if that wasn't a concern, certainly uh, exploring the, the ocean worlds, Europa. There already is in the works the Europa Clipper, which is a Europa orbiter at the moment. There's no... Is there a lander? Is the Europa Clipper have a lander? I don't know that there's a lander as part of that mission. Uh, which, with more budget, maybe there could be, but, um, yeah, the Europa Clipper is already in progress. So, yeah, certainly Europa, your Europas, your, uh, ooh, look at this. Ooh, watch your step, too. There's, there's Europa, there's, what are the other ones? What are the other ice ocean worlds? Enceladus. Uh, that's all I've got off the top of my head. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, honestly, I, I, it's, 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 uh, it's difficult to put into words how important Cassini was as a mission. Just how it seemed to, it seemed to be like an overall. Let's look at Saturn and it's the, the Saturnian system mission. And it certainly did that and more, looking at a lot of the moons. Ooh, I, <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, but I burped halfway through that word. Looking at a lot of the moons, uh, actual Saturn and the rings, uh, all that stuff. I feel like every planet should get a Cassini. And we certainly haven't done much at all to to study... Neptune and Uranus, the other gas giants out there, which have their own very interesting moons. Isn't Triton? Isn't Triton possibly an ice uh, ocean world? Which is the largest moon of Neptune, I think? Um, yeah, just just get, get, get some Cassinis out there exploring those worlds and also, you know, tack on a Huygens probe to land on a an, on an interesting moon of, of one of those systems. Um, and really, it would just, you know, put one around Jupiter, too. Obviously, we have Juno now, but Juno is very specifically looking deep. It's looking deep. It's, it's asking those deep questions. It's looking deep within, uh, beyond the clouds and into the magnetosphere and, and you know, uh, the, the, the atmosphere... Um, composition and stuff like that is what Juno is looking at. And honestly, they put a camera on, kind of as a last minute, not last minute, but kind of just as an afterthought. The camera on Juno really wasn't a science experiment, or part of a scientific, uh, you know, part of the science at all. It was more of a public outreach thing. But they're finding now, with the camera, that they're learning, like, so much more about Jupiter, and if you've seen any of those images coming back from Juno, seeing the depth, like you look at Jupiter, you look at a picture of Jupiter from, from you know, when Cassini flew by it, from the Voyager spacecraft and Pioneer, Pioneer, did the Pioneer go by Jupiter? Um, it, you know, you look at it through a telescope, it looks, it's colorful and all these stripes and swirls and things, but it looks fairly flat. But these images we're getting from Juno, you're seeing what are distinctly textured cloud tops. You know, when you look at clouds here on Earth, you the 
the cumulus and the the, the the anvil head, and you know, you're seeing all these this texture, which is amazing. And we're finding all these vortices at the poles. You see those radar images of the vortices? It's like a eight-sided swirly vortex of doom. <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. So they're actually like kind of scrambling, and and from what I read in a recent article, to to like, oh well, we this is like useful stuff. We got to use this. Uh, you know, combining both the the imaging of the camera with the the data they're getting from the other science instruments is proving to be very valuable. So yeah, I I feel like the Jupiter system could use a Cassini style mission. It would be really interesting, specifically in Jupiter, because there have been a lot of impacts on Jupiter of comets, of 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 uh, asteroid fragments and stuff, things that have only been discovered by by amateurs who happen to have their telescopes pointed at Jupiter, and then they're like, oh, I see, like, a plume or a scar on Jupiter. Something must have happened. If we had, like, a Cassini, we could get, like, even more in-depth into that constantly changing... the constantly changing surface of... 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 of the... the planets. Let's send something back out to Pluto, since Pluto really turned out to be something more interesting than we were expecting. Diverse... So yeah, I don't know, and and I certainly not to depreciate or uh, take away any focus on crude missions. Um, I feel like the crude missions and crude as in crew, C R E W, not crude as in like <laughs> crude oil. Uh, crude missions, obviously, the place to go is Mars. It'd be nice to set up a place to learn about long-term planetary crewed missions on the moon. A moon base, perhaps. What am I trying to do here? Put down my crafting table. Um, honestly, like I said, I want to learn more about Venus. Can, can we? Is it possible to build a lander that will survive the surface of Venus? Probably not. <laughs> can we make, since the the atmosphere is so dense, can we make some sort of atmospheric plane or or balloon or, or you know solar powered plane or, or, or copter quadcopter or something to investigate and then maybe dip down to the surface and then back up to send its radio signals? Is that something we can do? So yeah, it's uh, it's a long list of things that is all with our current technology stuff that we can do. It's just the budget. It's just the budget that, that's uh, keeping these things from uh, happening. So get out there and register to vote, kids, and, and vote in those leaders who decide the, the budgets, among other things. There are some other things that perhaps you want to decide who to vote for most recently with. <laughs> oh. Right, Wolfie, that's right. Got to end the episode. So thank you very much for all these questions. I got got, got a bunch more, too. We, we certainly went on quite a few tangents with the three we answered today. Three? Yeah, three. Uh, and I do appreciate all those questions. Keep them coming. Keep the donations coming. Farlandsabus.com. I appreciate the support. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time
I got, I got a couple ball jugs. 